What's up, my friends? Welcome to MyFi. We're glad that you're here. And wherever you're listening from, would love for you to hit subscribe. So if you're on Apple Podcasts or YouTube, Google Stitcher, Amazon, whatever you do, hit subscribe. Uh, so you can keep up with everything that's going on, get notified when we have new episodes, all that sort of stuff. Uh, today on the podcast, Brit Lightning from the band Vixen. Uh, it's an amazing episode. Can't wait for you to hear our conversation today. But before we jump into that, got some stuff I want to talk about. First of which is this giveaway we got going on with Walrus Audio. You need to go follow MyFi Podcast every uh, on Instagram, at MyFi Podcast. We follow us everywhere, at MyFi Podcast, you know, Twitter, all the stuff. But to enter the giveaway, follow at MyFi Podcast on Instagram, follow at Walrus Audio Effects on Instagram, and then tag two friends in the original giveaway post, which is pinned at the top of the MyFi Instagram account. So tag two friends in the original post, follow MyFi follow Walrus, you'll be entered to win the Lore, which is this incredible pedal from Walrus Audio. It's a guitar pedal, guitar effects pedal. If you don't play guitar, if you do play guitar, you're interested. If you don't, maybe you know someone who plays guitar and you want to enter the giveaway anyway so that you could give them this cool pedal. So uh, you should go enter the giveaway and then you just should follow us on social, you know, just to keep up with what's up. But anyway, glad you're here. Got an awesome episode today. Let's get into it. Well, all right. Welcome in. Glad that you're here. Got a killer conversation with Britt Lightning from the band Vixen today. Vixen is an all-female hard rock band from the 80s. One would call them uh, hair metal, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, But Britt and I have a great conversation about music that's influenced her and inspired her throughout her career and uh, some stuff that Vixen's got coming up. Uh, Britt's a part of Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. She's the music director there, so we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, She's just a great player, cool person. I actually saw Vixen at Creatures Fest in Nashville back in May, and they slayed it. Um, Roxy Petrucci plays drums for them. Julia Langer, I think is how you say her last name, actually. She's the bass player. She's incredible. Uh, Lorraine, singer, awesome. Uh, Brits, a guitar player. Uh, they were just fantastic, super tight, super professional, just great, fun rock and roll band. Uh, Vixen had a bunch of hits in, in the 80s, and I read this book about the 80s hard rock movement. I've got it right here. It's called uh, Nothing But a Good Time, Tom Bojour and Rick Binstock. Binstock, maybe is how you say that name. Uh, it's a killer book. Uh, it's pretty long, actually, but it's kind of an interview-based book about the 80s hard rock scene. There's actually a chapter on Vixen and Roxy and I think a couple other girls who were original members of Vixen were... were um, uh, you know, interviewed for the book. It's amazing. There's a chapter on Vixen and it's, it's great. It's too short in my opinion. Uh, but, uh, but awesome. Uh, Vixen is an all female hard rock band. And in that climate, in that landscape in the eighties, that was like fresh, you know, you had, you'd had the runaways early in the eighties that were more like a punk band. Um, but Vixen was the first, um, of the hair metal bands of the eighties, hard rock kind of scene that was all female. And, uh, Roxy is, is an original member and still in the band and she's an incredible drummer. Uh, they've got some new music coming out. So super excited about all that, but I actually did want to talk about this book a little bit. Um, if you're into music history, this is a great book, uh, to check out, even if you're not familiar with eighties, hard rock hair metal, if you will, some people hate that term. Um, 
Uh, but it, but, uh, man, that's a great book and you should, you should check it out. It's a good read. Um, especially if you're into it, you'll love it. If you're not into it, I think you'll love that scene by the time you're done with it. Cause it's great history. They interview a lot of cool people about it. And my record of the week is actually the Vixen album. I have a copy of it right here in my hand. This is the first record. It's self-titled and I actually got, uh, all, the, all the ladies signed this when I was in Nashville. So it's pretty cool to see all their signatures on the front of this record. If you're watching on YouTube or Spotify video or whatever. Um, and uh, man, it's a great record. They had some incredible songs on this edge of a broken heart is a huge, was a huge hit for them. Um, uh, want you to rock music, big song crying was a big song. They did all that stuff when we saw them. It's a great record. You should go check it out. Um, Brit has been with the band for quite a while. Uh, I think, I think, uh, two, 2017, pretty sure that, uh, Brit joined the band. Um, she's been in there ever since they've been working on some new material, which we actually talk about in the interview. Um, but the band was started by Roxy Petrucci, the drummer and her sister, Maxine, who was in, they were in another band, uh, at the time. Um, and then Vixen kicked off this record, their debut album came out in 88. Uh, Brit joined the band in around 2017, like I mentioned. Um, and they got some new stuff coming out, which will be their first new stuff in, in quite a while. Um, but man, Brit's just a great player. Uh, I mentioned a little while ago, she's the music director for rock and roll fantasy camps, which is, is a really cool thing. You can kind of go to camp, uh, like you did when you were a kid maybe, but except when you go there, like in this next one, that's coming up, you can jam with Ace Freely. You can jam with Nels Klein. You can jam, uh, Nels Klein's from Wilco, Ace Freely's from Kiss. If you're not familiar with those names, uh, Ace Freely's the original Kiss guitarist. Nels Klein's uh, Nels Klein is in Wilco, uh, Nels Klein singers. He's one of my favorite guitar players, Chuck Lavelle, who's been, uh, with the stones for a really long time. Robert Randolph is an incredible slide player, lots of people. And this rock fantasy camp thing is really cool. Brit uh, talks a little bit about they just uh, recently had done their first all female rock fantasy camp, which is pretty great. And they're doing another one of those coming up in Nashville. She mentions in the episode as well. Uh, make sure you follow Brit on social media. She's at Brit Lightning, B-R-I-T-T Lightning uh, on social media. Follow Vixen at Vixen underscore band on Instagram and uh, at Rock Fantasy Camp. Uh, is is the uh, social for Rock Fantasy Camp. So it's pretty cool. We had a great conversation. I can't wait for you to enjoy it. Um, Britt actually took the time out from a vacation to join us. So if you feel so inclined, shoot her a little message on social media and tell her thanks because that's always a cool deal when people take time out of their personal schedules to join us. And I want to tell you something because she's a real cool person. My daughter thinks that she's super cool. And my daughter's at was at school when we were doing the interview and, uh, Britt took the time to send her a little, a little video via text, just encourage her. She's just that kind of person. She's just cool, cool chick and a heck of a guitar player. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this conversation I had with Britt lightning from Vixen. All right, Britt, welcome. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Long time no see. Uh, saw you. Uh, yeah, when was that real. show that I saw you at? That was probably back in uh, Creatures Fest. Yeah. Well, what was, month was uh, that? That was um, end of May. End of May. I think, okay. Of June, yeah, 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 like yeah. You're right. Yeah, I actually talked to you guys' manager that night, uh, Larry. Is mm-hmm. that his name? Yeah, and I was like, you guys got got to do an Atlanta show. I'm based like near Atlanta. Oh yeah, and, it's uh, true. We never really play Atlanta. Yeah, I don't know why. I think there's, I don't understand. I see all these bands that like great bands from the 80s and 90s that are always out in the Midwest. There's a ton of people here. You guys got to get to Atlanta. I know. Uh, we'd love to see Vixen. 
All right. I'm going to mention that to our booking agent. You should. There is tons of great venues that you guys would would rock here. Yeah. Uh, I know you're on, uh, you mentioned, we were talking before the, before we started recording here that you're up on vacation with family, but where, where are you from originally, Britt? Right outside of Boston. So Massachusetts. Yep. But you're in California now. So you made it all the way across. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Drove across country. I've been out there for seven years now. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, but you know, New England will always be my home. Always be a Patriots fan. Tom Brady fan. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let it slide today. I won't get into my personal, my personal <laughs> stuff. Uh, did you grow? Did you grow up in a musical home? Like, did your parents play music? No, or siblings not or at all. No, no. Actually, in fact, the real music that I only really remember listening to growing up consistently was Christmas music at Christmas time. <laughs> I mean, really? But yeah, um, no, we didn't listen to a ton of music. I mean, I just listened to the radio, but there was nothing specific that my parents were like, "You need to know this album inside and out." They weren't like, "You need to listen to the Beatles" or anything in particular like that um and uh growing up in like kind of the grunge era um i wasn't super inspired by to to play guitar by the rock at the time i listened to a lot of like 90s hip-hop and stuff like that um but then i accidentally heard eruption and i was like wait what is that like it just came on and i didn't know what i was hearing and um and then somebody was like, oh, that, that's Van Halen. I was like, but what is it? Is that, that like a keyboard? They were like, it's a guitar. And I was like, that's a guitar? You can do that with a guitar? <laughs> so then um, I got really into just listening to 80s rock and hair bands and things like that. And um, and then that just, yeah, rock and roll. Lots of rock and roll after that. Never looked back. <laughs> what, what was the first... Um... Uh, and that seems like the first encounter that really inspired you. What was the first like record you bought with your own money? Like after that, that you were like, I, I, that I day I went, I, I was actually like in a store with my mom and I heard it and I was talking to like somebody that worked there and they were telling me what I was listening to. And then afterwards I was like, okay, mom, I ran errands with you. Now you need to take me to Newbury comics, which was our record store that was nearby. And, um, I bought Van Halen one and, uh, 1984. Nice. And then it started there. <laughs> I just, I honestly, I just recently took my daughter to a local record shop we have here and she bought, uh, Van Halen too. Uh, uh-huh. and she plays viola and she's like, she just turned 12. Uh, so I don't know what it is about Van Halen, man. I don't know that I've had an episode of this podcast that Van Halen and Guns N' Roses haven't been mentioned at some As point. As it should be. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Uh, so you got that. You start listening to Van Halen. Like, when did you when did you get a guitar in your hands, or like, what what was the next step? Did you just get further into music, or did you start playing something, or what what happened there? Yeah. So then I um I really got interested in playing guitar. Um and and then and then I just got into yeah like Poison and Motley Crue and Vixen and um, <laughs> all all the good hair bands and um and then I started taking lessons um at my local music school. Um, down the street from my parents' house. But then I was, so this was the summer before high school. And then, uh, when I got to my high school, I went to a private Catholic school and they didn't have any extracurricular programs, no music programs, no arts, no nothing. So I was like, Mm. bummer because I used to be in band. I used to play the flute and I was really into like, you know, doing music. Um, and then, uh, then one day after school, I heard a guitar ringing out and, um, I kind of followed the sound and I realized that one of the teachers left his room open for a after school guitar club, um, that he just let go for about like a half hour after school. And so, um, 
I wanted to hang in there, but I didn't really know how to play. I was like very much just beginning. And um, so they didn't really, it was all boys in there and they didn't really want me in there. And so, um, but that, but that inspired me to really want to learn. And, and so everything they played in there, it was all Metallica. So then I was like, okay, I need to learn a bunch of Metallica. So then I studied like every Metallica record. And that was like my goal in life to, to master Metallica. And, uh, nice. and then I eventually did. And then, uh, years later, a couple of years, maybe two years later, I became guitar club president. So nice. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> way to show so, uh, yeah, I wasn't allowed in and then I'm president. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. What, uh, <laughs> What was your first guitar? Do you remember what it is or do you still have it? Oh, yeah. I still have it. It's at my parents' house. It is a purple sparkly Ibanez S-series, one of the cheap, thin, lightweight ones um, that I you know, would never play again. But it was a great first guitar. My dad took me to buy my first guitar. And, uh, and I think and for some reason, even though I cranked Metallica in my bedroom, he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take you to buy your first guitar. And so we go to the music store and we get lost from each other in the store. And then I come around the corner and I have a good, that purple Ibanez in one hand and then a, a practice amp in the other. And he was like, wait, I know that's a guitar, but what's that? Why do you have that? And I was like, it's my amplifier. <laughs> duh. And he was, and I think for some reason he thought I was going to be playing an acoustic. And he was like, I didn't know I was buying you an electric guitar. And I was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was my first guitar. I still have it. And I was that like, kid that would go around to all the signings and stuff at um our music store was um daddy's junkie music i actually worked there for a while too um but they would nice. have like clinics and signings by artists and so i would like go with my sparkly guitar and be like can you sign this so it's signed by like satriani and vi and zach wild and <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh <laughs> i hope it's hanging up somewhere safe or something it is actually <laughs> it is good yeah uh, that, that's incredible so you uh you listen to Van Halen, you pick up, you listen to Metallica. What are some other bands, I guess, around that time? Because you, you mentioned growing up in the 90s, but the the grunge scene didn't really connect with you. Um, mm-hmm. What were the other bands in between Van Halen and Metallica on the outsides of that that you were like, oh, I learned that record or I learned that record and it was super inspiring? Yeah, I loved Skid Row, um, even though that was in that same vein. But um, Slave to the Grind and, and Skid Row, self-titled were like my favorite albums. Um, and then I loved David Gilmore. Um, so got into Pink Floyd, wish you were here, dark side of the moon. Um, and, uh, and then I was, Oh, I loved Megadeth big into Megadeth mm. too. Um, trying to, I still can't play anything like Marty Friedman, but <laughs> love his playing. Um, uh, let's see what else. Um, and it wasn't until later that I got into more classic stuff like Hendrix and, um, who's like now my favorite and, and more like Stevie Ray and uh, Zeppelin and stuff like that. But I, I really like initially just like the more metal, but now I appreciate all. Now I mostly listen to the sixties and seventies rock. Yeah. But, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think drew you to that? Like as a kid, you're growing up in the nineties. Uh, for some reason, this girl from new England growing up in the nineties falls in love with like metal that came before her sort of. What do you think led what do you think led to that? What did, what drew you to that music? I think just um honestly albums, like an album art because like and I feel like kids don't have that today and that's a huge bummer because like you could just sit and look at a record and just be like, "Whoa," and just get so um 
you know, taken by like, make up these stories in your head of like, oh, wow. And they, they look like they were, you know, you know, all like the, the Sabbath records, oh, and Black Magic and Jimmy Page. And he was, you know, in the, doing spells during this record yeah. here and all the hidden album art. And so all that got me really intrigued. And then because it was more than music, it was like a story sure. to it. And, um, and then just I started reading a lot of uh, rock books and autobiographies. Uh, and like Aerosmith, like Steven Tyler book, David Lee Roth book, uh, you know, Motley Crue, the dirt. And just like, I just thought that that was like so cool. It was this whole other level. In addition to like the great music, it was like just these crazy stories. Yeah. And, and it was like, Oh, I want to be a part of this crazy world. That's so not normal. <laughs> yeah, it did. When I was a kid, it did feel like mythical to me almost. Like I remember looking at like the inside of poison opened up and say, ah, and these pictures of them and they're like this must yeah I, I could never imagine them just going to the grocery store you know or doing anything like normal right because in my head they were right. always like, just being rock stars you know right like shout at the devil like what is this yeah. this is so cool and you even <laughs> mentioned the, the the books and stuff i in this in the show opening i talk about uh talked about um uh nothing but a good time have you seen this this book it was a book that came out oh yes couple, have it uh, yes yeah so roxy was in it um, uh, mm -hmm. the drummer, Cher, yeah, the drummer it? Yeah. from Vixen. Yeah, like it, it was. It's amazing, and there's a whole chapter on on Vixen. It's not long enough, in my opinion, but um, uh, I love books like that. I'm reading a book right now called Shredders. The subtitle is the Oral History of Speed Guitar, and it is. Oh wow! I haven't it's heard of that one. I'm gonna write that Yeah, down. you would love it. It uh, it starts out at like uh, starts out at like Van Halen, and then it's just an interview style thing, a lot like Nothing But a Good Time, where they just interview, you know. Ingve and George Lynch and like everybody, everybody who was awesome. They're interviewing all these people right. about why speed guitars. It's a real niche audience, you know, for this, yeah, yeah, but I, I love it. You would probably love it too. Uh, yeah. But those things are so <laughs> inspiring. I started reading nothing but a good time actually. Um, when we were all home, um, you know, and, and, uh, when the whole issues started with COVID and whatnot, but, um, uh, re reading all that and it was super inspiring. And so then I would sit and listen to records a lot like what you say. So my daughter comes in and she's now hooked on, uh, you know, listening to vinyl in her room and has her own deal. And, you know, she's got everything from, you know, kiss world, kiss greatest hits to Lilo and stitch soundtrack, you know, uh, <laughs> that's great. She listens to records. Yeah. She, she loves my son too. And so there is just something about that. And, uh, I think that's great. I love that vinyl's mm -hmm getting a resurgence, you know, has been around real heavy for the last couple of years. Um, are there records, I guess now, like artists coming out right now that you're listening to new, you said you're listening to the sixties and seventies stuff. Are there artists now that you're listening to where you're like, man, I love this band, this band, you know, you know, <laughs> um, I do listen to things randomly. Nothing that I'm, I've like really has stuck out and I've like gone and got the album. Um, I do kind of background when I'm doing things. So I can't say that I'm obsessed with any new artists. I know that sounds really no. bad, but um, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that since I, I kind of don't listen to the radio as much, right? Like that's kind of where you would get your feed of new music. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I know like for new rock bands, there's like Dirty Honey yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, Gritty Moon Fleet. And I like, um, uh, oh God, now I'm drawing a blank. The band, they opened for Sabbath. Um, um, so Wolf Mother? Oh God. No, but they're cool yeah. too. Uh, I think it begins with a B. Oh, why am I drawing a blank? Um, 
Well, I'll think yeah. of it later. Um, oh, no, Rival yeah. Sons. Oh, great band. Yeah, it does not begin with a B at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this some stuff like that. I know there's so much, but I feel like it's so like it's so oversaturated it's hard to find nowhere to look and who to listen to because there's so many bands you go on spotify and it's like where do you begin for like and i don't like the new rock playlists that they put out i don't think those are great i don't think they're curated great mm. personally so um i don't think that's the best of the best i think it's like whatever happens to be like popular or pushed by labels sure. or something but it's not like always the best um so yeah i don't know uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. What about yeah. you? Uh, I love the dirty honey thing. I love that bands are doing new records from that era. Like Skid Row has a new record coming out, uh, in October and the two new songs they've released off of it are fantastic. Uh, I keep hearing stuff that Vixen is going to do new music, that there's like new yes. stuff coming out. We are, we are. Um, so okay. we, we recorded one single that we're waiting to just be, uh, finished mixing right now um so that should be released hopefully next month um nice. yeah and we're gonna do a music video for it too so that'll be fun and nice. uh and then we're working on an uh kind of like a b-side to that right now we were just in the studio in massachusetts um after our our last gig which was down in worcester mass and um so we worked on that and got a good demo of it so now we just need to get a book some recording time and get that slated in um so we are working on it we're not doing the full album right away we're doing like singles sure for now well, and awesome. then hopefully that will compile an, an album soon too that's awesome i i uh, yeah. posted something last night because i was listening to the vixen record and uh roxy replied to the post and was like soon and i was like oh thank you uh yeah just to know it's coming so i love that those bands are doing stuff i'm actually like you you asked me now and now i'm like oh my gosh you put me on the spot. Oh, you know uh, who's good? Um, um, I think I'm saying this right. Maniskin. My singer, Lorraine, oh, is Mainston, obsessed yeah. with that band. Yeah, so I, I checked them out. I, they're pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I love Lizzie Hale. Like, the new Hailstorm stuff. is, is She's great. Um, uh, pretty Reckless. Soul, I, know you, I know you weren't 90s, but Collective Soul has a new record coming out, and the singles. Oh, Killer. yeah. King's oh, X. Oh, really? I have to check King's X has a new record coming out for the first time in years, and uh, they're a band. Yeah, I love. Uh, it's a man. There's just good stuff. Um, and honestly, the Harry Styles album. I featured this on an episode a while back. The new Harry Styles album is just fantastic. So, like, I really, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll find out about stuff, and I go listen to it. Go, gosh, this is just from a production standpoint or songwriting standpoint. It's just great. You know, I I uh, grew up kind of in the same era of music as you, and uh, was kind of kicked off. Not as much by, well, I, I guess equally by a record, but more so like a show. Do you have, was there like a concert, like your first experience with live music that you remember going, oh my gosh, I have to do this, or this was impactful or whatever it may be? Definitely. I went to, it was called River Rave and uh, it was down in Foxborough Stadium in Massachusetts. And it was this all day festival, Stone Temple Pilots. I was obsessed with Stone Temple Pilots. Nice. Still am. I mean, they're great. Yeah. So, um they were the main ones that I wanted to see. And then Godsmack was playing, which is a local Boston band and um, just a bunch of other people on the bill. And uh, yeah, that, that was just like a crazy to me because, you know, I was just in high school and I had never been to a big concert like that. And I was just like, this is awesome. We're drinking beer and smoking <laughs> joints and crowd surfing. And this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm here with my mom. She just said, Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> I love that your mom's there. 
<laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, my dad took me to see Poison for my 11th birthday. They were on the Flesh and Blood tour. And I just saw the stadium tour and did a meet and greet. And it was the first time I've ever oh, been yeah. like nervous. Like, yeah, it was cool. Like when we met at Creatures Fest, even like meeting all you guys, I was like, man, this is this is so cool. Like all these people are here, you know, that I've listened to growing up and all these songs and everything. But because they were like the first band I ever really heard live, it was Slaughter and Poison on the Flesh and Blood tour. And I was 11 oh, cool. and I was I just got my first guitar three months ago, three months before that. Uh, for Christmas. And that was it. It was over. Like I'm, I'm playing guitar, you know, this is what I'm doing. So those shows are just God, the first show you see, or the first show that you can kind of discern, discernibly go like, this is amazing. You know, is always so impactful. Yeah. It makes a huge impact because it's, you're just like, Whoa, it's, this is real. It's like the album in 3d. Yeah. And these people are, I don't, I don't, I think it like accentuates that mythical thing that I, now I feel like, you know, you see all these artists, like you can follow Ozzy on Instagram and you see Ozzy like right. going to the doctor and like going to the grocery store and like, you know, stuff like that. And so, you know, the interactions with people are just so different. So it's hard, it's hard to, uh, you know, fabricate things or make the folklore up or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The rock and yeah, roll fantasy. I don't totally. And I, I don't like that part of it. Like, you know, like I feel like people that are less successful, like Tony Iommi still has that mystique. It's like, yeah. if you see him, I remember seeing him backstage one time and I was like, Oh, it just has this like presence. And you're like, Oh, yeah. um, but, but yeah, when somebody's so like, Oh, I'm cooking dinner. I don't want to see a rock star cooking dinner. <laughs> I don't want to think that they make their own sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, that ruins it. Yeah, don't <laughs> I don't have, want any part of that. Yeah, don't they have butlers? People for that. Yeah. They have people for that. Yeah. <laughs> rock stars. <laughs> Uh, and it, yeah, they don't do that. And then they don't you even became know how to one. Slice bread. Yeah, then you became one yeah. and realized that's not true. I didn't get a butler. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought. Yeah, I got chipped. Where's the butler? Yeah. I thought this came with the whole package. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but no. But I before all that, and and I remember. I think Zach Wild was the first like rock star that I met, and I was I was so nervous. I'm standing in line for the meet and greet, and. I actually had, I worked for like two days leading up to it, writing out all the questions that I could ask him. And I knew I was probably going to just choose one, but I had like pages of, of options and I had them in my pocket. And then I just got up to him and, and then I just said absolutely nothing at all. And I was just like, <laughs> and I just gave him my guitar to sign and I like couldn't even ask a question. So luckily that's gotten better over the years. So now I don't really Yeah, you get to hang with a lot of people. So but still it's, it's always awesome yeah. you know when you're like and you know it's cool because like i said you know skid row was one of my favorite bands ever and we play with them all the time which is great and you know sebastian you know i know him he does those rock and roll fantasy camps that i host yeah. and uh help run and so yeah a lot of a lot of awesome things actually, have happened that actually i actually love to like pinch myself oh yeah. sorry i actually would love to talk about the rock and roll fantasy camp thing um yeah uh it looks like such a killer time and you get to hang out with like amazing people and you're the music director for, for all that. Yes, stuff. I am. Yeah. So you're coordinating all these wild people trying to get them to, you know, <laughs> stay yep. on schedule I'm and show up on time. Ring later for this crazy circus. How did, yeah. how did that come about? How'd you get involved in rock fantasy camps? Um, I did my first camp um, as a counselor in 2019. I, I was just, I had seen through Facebook, just like all my friends kind of being involved in it. I was like, what is this? I'm not sure what this is. I keep hearing about it. So one night I just researched it all and, and reached out and, um, David Fishoff, the owner, uh, was like, you'd be a great counselor. And we're always looking for more like female counselors and stuff to get involved. And then, um, 
So I did that. And uh, the first camp that I was at was a Beatles themed cheap trick camp. So we played Sergeant Pepper with cheap trick live at the whiskey ago. Oh so gosh. that was pretty awesome. Yeah. And then uh, I was just so into it and so moved by the experience and the campers. And it's really like, a, it's a magical magical thing uh that i and i'd never experienced anything like that so i was like i want to get involved more and um so fast forward to now and i'm, I'm helping run the, all the camps um and uh i it was my idea to come up with a women's only camp because i was like there are not enough women at these camps in general like for campers and stuff and um so he was like go with it so um in may this past may i did um in LA first ever women's only camp. We had all women, you know, crew, photographers, counselors, wow. headliners, campers. And it was great. We had Melissa Etheridge. She loved the idea. Nancy Wilson of heart, uh, Kathy Valentine from the go-go's and Orianthe. And it was, it was awesome. It was one of the best camps and we're planning another one, um, for next January in Nashville. So that's going to be exciting. And, nice. um, yeah. And so, no, I love it. It's, it's so much fun and it's so rewarding to be a part of those. That's fantastic. I I love that. I I have loved personally seeing, because in the eighties, um, and my daughter has even asked, like, because she loves all these eighties bands, and she's like, why are there no like, you know, there's no girls in any of these bands, and you know, it was like Vixen and Femme Fatale, Lita Ford, Lita yeah. Ford, <laughs> yeah, um, the Runaways, but a little earlier, you know, more mm -hmm. like almost like more of a punk rock thing, you know, really, but um. Uh, even now, what I love is I've I've been seeing this like research or not resurgence, but even maybe for the first time, like you know, and I remember people like Lita and and even like like Shredders, like Jennifer Batten and and Jan who's mm. in Vixen, you know, and like there were people like that, but now there's like you and Nita Strauss and Orianti and Laurie Basilio and like tons of women who are just like shredding guitar. And so I feel like my daughter's growing up in a situation where she has like way more people to look up to as a musician. She plays viola and guitar and stuff too. And, and so I think that's cool. Like, what does that, I guess, what does that mean to you? Does that excite you? Obviously. So you're hosting these camps, but you know, what does it mean to you? Absolutely. I think it just means that, yeah, it's breaking down walls. It's rock and roll is not just a male dominated industry anymore. Like we can do it too. And some of us can do it better. Yeah, true <laughs> no. story. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's awesome because, you know, we gotta keep, keep moving forward. And, um, I, I love it. And I love playing in an all female band. I think it is the most empowering, awesome thing. We're like a girl gang. It's just su super supportive, no drama. Everybody's there for the right reasons and respects each other and lifts each other up. And, um, every time we go out on the road, it's like one, one big slumber party. Um, so we, I love it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You guys really seem like even meeting you, uh, at Creatures Fest and getting to hang. And I had a conversation with you and a conversation with Julia and uh, a little bit with Lorraine too. And, you guys really seem like great friends, which is, I think is just such a great dynamic. So I'm excited for the new music, not just because you guys are, are super talented, but there seems to be like a, a real chemistry that's going to be behind this music too. So that's super exciting. Definitely. And I think it comes through on stage too, because we're always just smiling and laughing and having fun. Totally. And I think that, you know, just helps with music and everything. Yeah, totally. I, uh, uh, was sitting here thinking like, I know that Vixen's got some new stuff you guys are working on. I'm sure that you've been a part of a lot of things in the past as well. Do you have like a favorite um, piece of art, a favorite song or record that you have been a part of making that you always point back to and go, man, that was just awesome. That's like, 
you know, my favorite thing I've been a part of creating so far in my career? Hmm. Um, that's a good question. No, I think I just pull from all my experience. Like, you know, I started in a metal band. It was an all-female metal band in Boston. I had a band called Jaded. And so, you know, from the metal, but I, I mostly just kind of, whatever I'm listening to, I think comes out in, in what I'm, whatever I'm currently recording. But I do think working with, um, the Latin artist Alejandro Sanz, um, I toured with him and we did a live CD DVD and just playing those parts and those, it just different style, you know, different chord progressions, you know, totally. very Latin influenced. Um, I think that helped me grow a lot. Um, as a, as a guitar player and just having a different feel too. Yeah. As a, uh, uh, I know you love being in Vixen and you guys have, you know, tons of stuff about to happen coming out. Is there an artist like right now that you go, Oh my gosh, I would love to play guitar in that band for a night. Um, good question. I was just watching the was it country music awards on TV last night. And I was like, you know what? I could see myself playing for Jason Aldean. I think he could use me in his band. Uh, I think he's yeah. cool. Like I could get into a little bit of country. Uh, we have a gig coming up in Nashville. So my head's been in Nashville lately. <laughs> Nice. Or Carrie Underwood. Yeah. She's pretty awesome. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you'd like to do that sort of thing? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Different. I haven't done it yet. Well, it's amazing to me that I look around now and see so many guitar players from the 80s that have done like long stints in pop bands now mm -hmm. because it just demands they want people who can, who can rip you know, and there may have been a generation of kids who grew up late nineties, early two thousands that because that music wasn't popular, there's like a generation now that didn't grow up learning how to play like that, but they want it. Like I know Nuno Bentoncourt did a stint with pink and, you know, just now with Demi Lovato Rihanna. and yeah, uh, yeah right. Rihanna and Richard Fortas was with Rihanna and, you know, like all these great guitar players who are doing that sort of thing. And so I, I think it's cool. There's a lot of opportunity out there for something like that. So you never know. There is. And I think it's awesome that, yeah, guitar solos are important again. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> I don't yep. know if we should credit yep. Guitar it's Hero awesome. yeah, for that or whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe. I think that did inspire a lot of people to like get young kids and stuff to get back into that. Yeah. For sure. All right. Here's the, here's a big question and I'll give you a second to think, but it, usually it's better when people answer quickly. Uh, your three, okay. your three, like desert island records of all time. Oh boy, yeah, this is hard. Okay, I would say one of these nights, the Eagles. Um, I oh, would okay. Didn't yep. expect that. I know, I know. <laughs> um, and then I would say um, Hendrix, maybe. Uh, gosh, maybe some. Do the greatest hit records count? <laughs> Like yeah. some, some maybe think that's sort of cheating, but I'll yeah, let it some, some, my playlist of Hendrix, <laughs> my, I would burn a CD okay. of my favorite Hendrix songs and, um, <laughs> and let's see. And, and then, and then this is going to throw you for a loop too. Um, I would also say, oh gosh, either Beach Boys or, or like a compilation of like jazz, but with like Sinatra meets like Rat Pack meets Coltrane. Like, so I listen to all sorts of weird stuff, but I, I love like good jazz and stuff like that too. So that's fantastic. I don't think I even answered your question, but I just threw a lot of weird stuff there. <laughs> 
Well, you said that you said the Eagles, and I'll I'll accept grudgingly the Hendrix playlist uh-huh. <laughs> and the Beach Boys. Do you have is maybe there a Pet record, Sounds a Beach Boys record? Okay, that that's super accept. No metal though. I know. Well, because this is current. This is in 2022. Yeah, like, you know, a couple of years ago, there would be total metal. But yeah, that, yeah. Okay, three best, if you if they're, if they're metal, what are your three metal records you're taking? Um, okay, I love Ride the Lightning. Um, Metallica, of course. Nice. Um, I love Rust in Peace. Um, I love, well, it's Van Halen metal. I guess you can say Van Halen. Yeah. I would just say, I would just yeah. say Van Halen one, two. One, two. Not a, not 84. I was uh, a, I, I, Van Halen one. Yeah. Nice. I'm a fifty-one fifty guy. I know that that's a little like out there cause it's not David Lee Roth. Uh, oh wait, sorry. Cowboys from hell too. Hold on. I got to replace one. Cowboys from oh, hell. Yeah. Dimebag was a big influence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, can't I was excited. I just saw an announcement that uh, Charlie Benante and Zach Wild are jumping in Pantera for a tour. Oh, really? In Pantera? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, Have cool. you heard this? No, with yes. with Phil. Yes. So it's Phil and oh my gosh, Rex, Rex the original bass player, and Zach Wild's playing guitar, and Charlie Benante from Anthrax playing drums. Okay, that's awesome! Wow. Oh, I'll see that. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're doing like a full tour and all this stuff. So yeah, uh, I don't I don't know if there's been like tour date announcements yet, but that was announced. I saw it uh, uh, on Instagram on Metal Edge and Loudwire and you know all the news places. Um, wow. So yeah, so I almost said it a minute ago when you were talking about Zach Wild uh, because he. He was like one of two people I kept seeing people mention because there was rumors that Pantera was going to tour and everybody was like, well, who's going to play, you know, dimes parts, you know? And yeah. everybody was just like Zach wild. And everybody kept naming this other guy. And I can't remember his name. Um, but it ended up being Zach wild. And I have a friend of mine uh, back home in Louisiana who's a huge Pantera fan. And he texted me, he was like, I'm excited. And I was like, okay, well, if you're excited, then I should be excited. Cause I, I figure like he, I feel like he would be the most critical yeah. of anybody. I know about who should fill in. Wow. I will definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go. I'll see that. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to, yeah. I think it's going to be killer. You know, I never got to see Pantera live. I only saw damage plan. Me neither. Me neither. I did run into, um, yeah. I did run into Vinnie Paul, uh, or uh, sorry, a friend of mine. I was in a, at home, uh, in Louisiana. They have these, casinos and i was in the casino but a friend of mine was in there and he ran into vinnie paul in the casino that's as close as i came to see him pantera <laughs> and he t- yeah yep, he, yep, sent me yep a picture. Counts. he sent me a picture of he and vinnie paul at a at a <laughs> slot machine that's as close as i came to see pantera uh, <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah i like that you replace it though I actually got, uh, but yeah they're great i actually got that on vinyl recently and it just sounds so great yeah. Oh, it's awesome. And Sabbath too. I mean, I would have to pick a Sabbath record also, um, for a metal, heavy metal record for sure. And a uh, tribute. I love the live album with Ozzy with Randy. Um, oh, you yeah. know, I like that live album a lot. You know, that's something I need to pick up too. Cause there's a lot of people who talk about that record in particular, the mm-hmm. tribute album. And I've never immersed myself in that. I had older cousins who were like in that scene who were in Ozzy and I thought they were, cool because they were in Aussie, but I hit poison and all the softer 
sort of stuff after that. And just, that was my jam, like the poison warrant. Yeah. Uh, and I still love it all so much. Yeah. Um, I never get to let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not at all. Um, <laughs> is there a record that you, that you love that maybe people don't know? Like you feel like it's like a niche album that you just really love that you're like, ah, oh, yeah. When I tell people about this, they're like, what are you talking about? I've never heard of this band or I've never heard of that record or whatever. Oh yeah, there is. I should look at my Spotify. Hold on. There is. Cause I was just saying, um, let's see. What was I just telling that to? I, let me look. Hold on. I'm going to look maybe, um, Maybe. So now, actually, I got to be honest, Spotify screws everything up because everything, I don't even listen to albums anymore, playlists. But I love Notorious B.I.G. And I think I have just all of his albums on one big playlist. And now I'm now I'm not sure which is my favorite album anymore. But that one always surprises people. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 90s rap, man. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I just got uh, his greatest hits on vinyl, actually. He's the best. And, uh, He's my favorite. I, I definitely, yeah, yeah that's fantastic. like, that's my workout playlist. <laughs> B-I-G. <Yep. laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, last thing, last thing I'll ask you, is there a band that um, you haven't seen in concert that's still currently touring that you would go, oh, I, I really want to see that band? Yeah. You know who I have to see? The Stones. I've never seen The Stones. <gasps> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith yeah, Richards. It's, it's is, criminal. He's like my number one influence of all time. Um. I've seen him twice. I just saw him in November. Uh, unfortunately, not with Charlie. Uh, but Steve Jordan did a fantastic job. You have to yeah. see them. It's just I know. Next different. time they come around, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I saw, that's that's to do list. I saw Guns N' Roses w- like on the first 10 shows of um, the Not In This Lifetime tour. Mm-hmm. And... I would equate the stones with like guns and like the stones were like the guns and roses of that era. And I don't think we have guns, Motley, any of those bands because the stones were just like the rebel version of the Beatles. And I love the Beatles, but yeah, the something, something about seeing the stones is like seeing the origin of like all that rebellious stuff that we love, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you have to totally agree. You have to. I know that's the number one concert on my, my bucket list right now. Yep. <laughs> oh. I'm going to do it. <laughs> they're in, they're in Europe right now. And I don't know that they're coming back uh, to the States for a while, but they've got to, they've got to keep going. They're like eternal. You know, there's all the Keith Richards memes yes. about him like living forever. So forever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, He's amazing. <laughs> Britt, thank you so much. This was awesome. I don't know that I've, I've laughed this much in an interview before. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. You're yeah. great. You ask great questions. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was excellent. Hey, follow Britt on uh, social media. She's just at Britt Lightning, B-R-I-T-T Lightning. Uh, follow Vixen at Vixen underscore band on uh, Instagram. And, stuff. and then follow Rock Fantasy Camp at Rock Fantasy Camp uh, or just rockcamp.com is the website. Uh, and follow all that stuff. Keep up with what Britt's got going on. Um, I'll put... Everything we talked about, all the bands and the show notes and all her social links and all that sort of stuff. So you can check into what she's got going on and look forward to that new Vixen music too. So I appreciate it so much, Britt. Thanks for the time. Thank you so much. And I hope to see you again soon at a show. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great one. 
What a great conversation, man. What a cool person. Uh, if you've never heard of Vixen, maybe maybe you didn't grow up in that scene or you didn't listen to that music much. Man, it's really cool. Really cool songs. This uh, The record that I featured at the beginning of the episode uh, that I'm holding up right now, if you're watching on a video podcast, the first Vixen record. There's some great, great songs on this. The first three songs are just killer. Brit's a great person. They really do have a cool dynamic as a band. And I just think that that's really, really great. So I think that the, what I said in the conversation, I think is very true. I'm looking forward to their music, not just because they're talented, but because they have a really cool dynamic as a band. They're all like friends. Uh, and I think that's really, really great. Uh, I want to sh- give a shout out, uh, a shout out and thanks, uh, to Walrus Audio for partnering with us on this giveaway. Make sure you check out walrusaudio.com. Follow Walrus Audio Effects on Instagram or Twitter or whatever your social media of choices. They're an incredible company. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to work with them for quite a while and play their effects for quite a while. And they're just fantastic. So make sure you check them out. Just want to say thank you to those guys. There's some releases coming out too that I want to uh, raise attention to. Because I'm looking forward to them uh, this this month of August. Uh, Motley Crue's reissuing all of their first five albums on vinyl, which is pretty cool. So look for those. Uh, obviously, they're on the stadium tour right now and kind of getting some press. And, you know, they're back out and jamming. And, and it was really cool. I saw that tour uh, in June. And uh, it was really great. So all those reissues are coming out. Um, Third Eye Blind is reissuing their debut album this month, which, uh, for a dude like me growing up in high school in the nineties and all that was a killer record. So if you didn't know, they're reissuing that on vinyl. Um, and it's been several years since they did that. Um, Butch Walker's got a new album coming out uh, called Butch Walker as Glenn. It's really interesting. He's like kind of assuming this character role of a, of a bar piano balladeer and the first single off that is really amazing. But the rest of the record comes out this month. Butch Walker is just an incredible songwriter, big influence for me as a songwriter and a guitar player. He's an incredible guitar player. Uh, so check that out. Um, there's a great new band that I love a lot. I think I've mentioned them on the show. Maybe I haven't, but a band called star crawler. They have a full length album coming out this month called she said the first three singles are out. Uh, first three songs or whatever are out already. You can listen to them. Killer killer, killer band, punk, fresh rock and roll. Great stuff. Go check out Starcrawler. And then, uh, there's another band called Mightmare that, uh, they have a single out, um, and they have a whole record coming out called cruel liars. I think that record comes out in October, but there's a single out right now called Saturn turns. I think is the name of the, of the song. Uh, really great. Um, the uh, front person in that band is River from Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. And so you should go check it. It's, it's really like indie, indie rock. Sarah Shook and the Disarmers is a little bit more like country stuff. But uh, the Mightmare stuff is a little more like indie rock and really, really killer. That single's killer. That record's going to be killer. So make sure you check out that stuff. And if we're missing stuff, man, post on social what you're listening to and, you know, send us some send us some messages. I'd love to know what you guys are are jamming on and what new stuff's coming out that I'm, I'm missing out on. So uh, make sure to follow us at MyFi Podcast uh, on all socials. Make sure to enter the giveaway. Make sure to subscribe. It's really helpful. And, you know, drop us a review or rating or whatever on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And uh, hey, thanks. Thanks for checking in. Um, We've got a lot of episodes this month, so hopefully we'll be spending a lot of time together. Hope you guys have a great one. Thanks.